Hey everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I am your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Mama. I was like, Jenny and I looked at each other. And she pointed at me, so yeah, my bad. My bad. On to the, on to the next one. Hey, buddy, it's Jenny. Hey, there you go. Yeah, we did that. Apparently, we Nailed just... it without a hitch. We're getting so good at this, guys. We're doing the podcast thing. All right. Well, today on our emotion that we are talking about is going to be optimistic. Mm, Optimism, being optimistic about things. Hey. Hey, put a smile on your face for Uh, the future. Ding. (laughs) Ding. Ding. That was the sound of my smile. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what what are you guys feeling optimistic about? One thing, many things. Alex first. Why? Why <laughs> me first? Wow. <laughs> because I thought of the question to ask you. First. Oh, <laughs> and apparently Jenny said it. Yeah. Or just like I was just like, oh, I said, yeah, you should do it first. Oh, okay. Because I'm still thinking of my thing. Wait, yeah. wait, what? I, I, whatever, man. I think I have. Yeah, I have things to be optimistic about, but let me let me narrow it down. Though. Okay. And while that's happening. All right, let's pick one one thing that you're optimistic about okay. in this present moment. Okay. If that helps. Uh, I guess I'm optimistic. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm optimistic about... Um, so, I'm on a dance team that is an outer class. Um, it's like a salsa... Or it's a bachata team. And uh, what happened recently was that the team got split because one team, half the team is going to be competing, right, uh, at a function in Reno, while the other team is going to be performing the piece at that same function, but on a different night, mm. uh, or actually later on that night or that day. And so what's happening is like the team is split and like we were all once obviously combined and we were all friends, but now that they're split, there's like a rivalry that has started because we're performing the same piece, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so we don't like one half of the team like each team is just trying to be like we can't let the other team look better than us when we're performing so we're like okay and so recently i've been the practices have been weird Mm -hmm. because um our director like uh has um you know he's only one man and then our and like our female and male director there's only two directors and they're they're very focused on trying to clean up like each team, but then the other team is just kind of like, well, we don't know because we don't really have captains. So what I'm really optimistic about is that today I'm actually going to ask him if I can captain the other team, so that we can make sure that the practices run efficiently when the other team is being focused on by the director or by himself or herself. Ooh, that's and a so, good idea. so yeah, so I'm looking optimistic about it, and I'm like detailing about like. How am I going to do this? How am I going to make sure that I leave that other team or my team leaves that other team in the dust? Mm. You know, like we are going to out, they're going to look like garbage next to us. And I want them to feel it and then smell themselves and then think, yeah, that's you. 
garbage people. Garbage people. That's how intense I get. I guess you but, just call them garbage. People but I love all of them. I love all of them. I love it's all like, of don't them. Don't you also want them to do well because it's yeah, still do, like your yeah. team overall? That's fair enough. Like I want them to do well, but I want them to be compared to us and be like, oh yeah, they didn't they do didn't. that well. Okay, <laughs> like, all right. Fair they're enough. like, oh, they're amazing dancers, and then they look at us and they're like, oh wow, those guys are no, super amazing. <laughs> and it's like, and then they just like drop everything, and then like. They just, yeah, like, they just go all to us. Yes, that's what I want. Because, okay. like, it just, <laughs> it was like, I got optimistic about it because the I had kind of, like, I was working minorly in that role um, when we first got the team split. And then when we did it, it's funny because the competition team is supposed to be the more, like, clean one mm-hmm. because they're be- competing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so the first night it happened, right, it was like we split them, but I'm like trying to make sure everyone's getting to their places and then like we're, we're practicing and then we perform it. And then like our director says like to like the competition team, which is not my team. They're like, guys, they performed it better than you guys did. I don't know what's going on. And then oh I was like, God. and I was like, <laughs> I was, I, it's like, I'm like mouthing, like, like I'm not going to say it, but like I was very excited. And then what's funny is like, I get it just it, it just ramped me up, and I was like, okay, like this is something that we need to continue because the next practice, in, in all fairness, the next practice we did not do as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like like now I, I need to think about how we're gonna maintain and grow and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, I'm optimistic about that. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't again. I love all of them, and like I, I wish everybody the best. At, but at, not at, but at the same time, but it's just like. I just feel like a need to to bring out the best in my team, mm. and I, I feel like I have a plan for that. So that's why I'm so optimistic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. yeah. Speaking of dance teams, um, for my optimistic view, I'm gonna be talking about Outer Crash. Because hey. like, hey, 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 hey. it was a, it was really interesting because like we've been around for a year now. We've been together for a year. Oh yeah, we need to think or the team has been around for the a team year. Has been around, yeah, the, yeah, the team uh-huh. has been around for, for a year. Cedric and I came in in November of last year, so a mm-hmm. little bit later. Right, mm-hmm. you guys were on the same we same were the intake? same yeah, yeah same training intake. Oh, right, okay. right, right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Because like the interesting thing is that is is that I really like I really like how we were able to sustain for that one year because mm. you know you know a lot of dance teams when when they're created when um and when they don't have the right intentions mm. um they usually fall apart real quick you know with, with anything with any idea or anything like that but i just truly love the fact that we're one year strong we're one in it one in one one year and three months strong Mm-hmm. When did so, you guys start? We started in June. Oh, okay. Yeah, we started in June. Wow. So we're one year, three months strong, and we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. And the interesting, and the interesting thing, what made me feel more optimistic is, um, um, like this one trainee that we t- that we that we took in, um, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. His name was uh, Franz. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? I think it's Franz, but I, Franz? I don't know. Friends, okay. I haven't actually asked him how I pronounce it, but I think. I think it is. Sorry, I'm yelling in the background. <laughs> I think it is France. I think it's France. It's France. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and again, if you're listening to this, France, 
or Franz. We're sorry if we got your name wrong. We think you're really cool, but <laughs> but let us know how to actually pronounce your name if we're pronouncing it wrong. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Because like, remember when we were doing the um, doing the uh, the kudos? Yes. Oh yeah. He was he was like kudos to to the new team to this team because he because we had an energy that he never felt before. Yeah. So I feel proud about that. <laughs> I feel, so I feel that made proud me want to cry. Aww. I'm so happy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was like a that was a very I think it's one of those pivotal moments for a lot of people cuz that was like a really boisterous like reaction. Yeah, it is. It was like people people were so happy when that was said. I yeah, and I can see yeah. So I mean, I'm sorry, Alex, like in your optimism like you were just happy about that? I was really happy about that cuz like it kind of gave a better outlook on our team cuz Cause like we're, cause, cause I always feel like we're kind of a new, t- we're very different, mm-hmm. because we're a new team with, with different dance backgrounds, with mm-hmm. different types of people, mm-hmm. yeah. and we just somehow come together and you know make as one. Mm-hmm. And for someone who's been around in the urban dance community, right. and say something like that, I feel like, I feel very proud. I feel very optimistic for our team, like oh my god, like, cause like we we. Because I feel like our team hasn't had that much experience being um, in the dance community. We've been uh-huh. kind of doing our own thing. Yeah. But like we're, right. you know, just, you know, on our own grind. And and to hear that from the from the actual urban dance community it was really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, even like <clears throat> it makes me really proud of all of us that, you know, he particularly, France particularly talked about like our energy as a team and it just makes me so happy and proud that like somebody coming in can like feel really welcomed like because that's the kind of team that we have but it's always nice to hear it's like that's what we want to perpetuate as a culture but it's like you never really know because like Alex said we kind of have been just together so like having somebody come in from the outside and feel that pretty instant pretty I mean, quickly, I guess. Um, that just makes me, like, really proud and, like, f- feel like we're really on the right track. You know, like, we've got something really special here, and it's it's a really cool thing to see that. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, yeah, like, for me, it's funny <clears throat> only because, like, I had come from, like, a, I had come from a, a separate, like, dance culture, and it's similar in a lot of ways uh and obviously but what i guess i didn't realize was very different was the idea of like that yeah people weren't friendly on dance teams because the dance team that i'm on oh man you guys would think it's night and day it's hilarious (laughs) how night and day it is i'm gonna just i'm not gonna talk trash per se but i'm just gonna see my observations between these two teams so like outer class and like rhythmic fusion are the two teams that I'm on, and <laughs> so on outer class, like, like we're like very like, fu- like to me, what's funny is I came from rhythmic fusion, and I go over to outer class, and the first thing I notice is just how focused everything is, mm. like, and maybe um, I'm sure like Mitch or anyone who's been in the community is like. We're not that focused, but I'm like, from where I come from, it's like, like, oh, like, cause sometimes we're just not allowed to talk 
and I'm like, or we save questions till the end, and I'm like, oh dang, because like where I from, so now coming now going back to rhythmic fusion, dude, it's hilarious because like I'm like constantly comparing. I I go to these practices and like all of the like all of the like fellow students around me are constantly talking to like the director like we're focused but they're also very like they're very like i want the word i don't think the word is correct but like they you know like we have like an understanding of the dance so sometimes we like we just call out the director a lot on stuff Mm. it's just like that's not exactly what you did and then like stuff like that or the the timing is actually this not this and this is stuff we're telling the director right and it's like and then like there's a lot of like in in rhythmic fusion there's like a lot of laughter there's like a lot of like that like like you know like let's do it like a lot of energy a lot of like you know like a lot of intensity at times too um and then outer class is very focused to me like you know calculated uh very like um like intentional at times and it's like just looking between the two it's like it's it's strange to me and i'm not realizing that yeah like i guess as teams go outer class has a probably like i would say like a much warmer like more open kind of like um energy right that's very like you know like emotional and like yeah like i said open and i guess that's not something that's very common in like other dancings but again i would think like in the dancings i've been on it's like it's always kind of been like that it's mm. like weird it's just so funny because it's just like oh like <laughs> It's like, oh, you guys don't hang out after? <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> we just came here for a dance and we bounce. I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. okay, nobody wants... All right, I'm, I'm gone too then. Cool, bye. Yeah. And so it's nice that we're definitely... Some people are coming in and they're, they're like digging what we're, 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 what we're bringing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I would be remiss to say this. So thinking about optimism... Uh, I have like, oh, you know what? I'll talk about this later, actually, because okay. it'll be a good example of what we'll, we'll talk about. But other than that, like, I'm I'm so happy for like the new team and the trainees and like like where the direction outer class is going. It's, yeah. it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think, yeah, like everybody who is in there to make that happen. So that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, just letting you know, Cedric, um, that booger on your nose is bothering me. Oh, there's a booger on my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to take off my glasses. Did you have to touch my knee too? <laughs> that was like a very serious moment. What the heck? <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm ugly. I'm ugly. I'm so ugly. I'm kidding. Uh, um, <laughs> I had to point it out. I just. Why I had did to say you it? have to point it out on the podcast? <laughs> it was. I, I just, it's, it was bothering me so much. I'm I so know, sorry. Oh my god! But anyways, this uh, Alex, look at my nose. Is it there? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's okay. gone. Right. Right. Anyway, good. That's but, fine. But yeah, I really. <laughs> there are sometimes I don't understand boys. <laughs> like, well, I, 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 I mean, like, I, I, yes, I, okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, that was quite a moment. That it was it was really a moment. But like, I but you know what? Let's just go to the next question. Yeah, sure. It's mine. And now that there's no boogers up my nose, <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about speaking. Let's talk about this. Would be funny. Uh, speaking of like that, what are views of optimism in your life? You know, views that aren't up my nose. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. What are so? I guess what I'm asking is like, um, yeah. What are your views of optimism in your life? So like, um, how do you kind of like think about optimism and how it functions in your life and mm. stuff like that? Mm. So I'm very interested because I'm like, you know, like one of those things where it's like, how does emotion work? in our daily lives so that we can figure out how to you know deal with it so yeah. i'd say for me it's how i viewed optimism <laughs> okay i'm sorry it's okay it's I'm okay done. it's my fault i'm done it's my I'm fault. Done. We're done. <laughs> it's my it's fault. fault um but how but but going back to this it's like i'd say the view of my optimism i can compare it to like survival surviving you know survival mm. and like when I was playing this uh, this new game, which I really love, called uh, Oxygen Not Included, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's a really fun game because it's about uh, these uh, these uh, these human beings, but AKA they're also called duplicants um, that that uh, that can't go back to Earth anymore because it's it's partially cracked and there's something wrong with it, and there's a force field around Earth, so um, they're spread out into a, this huge. Um, space and they all land on these asteroids mm-hmm. and they're trying to survive in these asteroid these huge asteroids and the goal of it is to build another spaceship build a colony in that asteroid and then constantly go to other asteroids so that they can keep surviving and keep living and the interesting thing about this game is that it, it's it's all based on survivability but at the same time it kind of piqued my interest of how I thought about my optimism and my survivability. Because when I, when I, um, when like earlier in my life, when I was, you know, uh, really just working hard and really just grinding, and you know, that's still something that I'm still doing today, mm-hmm. is I always had this focused mentality of, I'll make it. Mm-hmm. I'll, mm-hmm. I, I will do it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'll get there. And to me, that's that's how I've seen my view of optimism is when when it's down, it's it's to the gritty, and when you're just working really hard and trying to get something accomplished, like you can see something that's in front of you. Mm. That's that's the that's the optimism that I've experienced mm-hmm. when things are really hard on you, when things are really pushing down weight on you, but you always see this light at the end of the tunnel that you got to reach out for that you you're willing to get there for mm. um that's what i that's the kind of picture that i see mm-hmm. that i've experienced yeah so yeah. it's really straightforward and really just going towards that like yeah i think that's true like um yeah I, it's optimism or optimism uh <laughs> optimism right like it's like that idea of like hope right mm. and confidence into the future and so i think I, I always think about when it comes to when when people talk about optimism, I think that's true. Like it's a very much a survival mechanic. Cause I remember listening to Will I Am, and I know it's weird to say, like this quote's gonna come from Will I Am. And it was like this sort of social justice PSA. Mm. But he said something to me that was very profound, which was like, you know, like hope for tomorrow is like a basic need. 
mm. right for mm-hmm. like humans and that again that's fundamentally true um because if you don't feel like if you don't have any optimism about you know your like your future or just optimism in general right like you just really question what's the point of existing right and then at that point you're like really thinking like why should i continue to do anything in that regard if you know things aren't going to get better or at least good uh, in that in in that place so uh i very much think that and then the thing i think about uh, why i feel like that's true fictionally at least uh or like it's just very um from fiction but it seems a very telling of the human nature is this the show the walking dead mm. and like i think that's funny because it's like um because like i think the producers and creators said the walking dead does not refer to the zombies it refers to the humans what yeah because they just because they've they've died on the inside you know, in order, like they've killed their humanity in order to survive. I did not realize that. No, no, oh, I didn't that totally that. makes sense. Oh. But like, whoa! It's like you know, it's like in those worst situations, like like what do we give up in order to to continue to exist mm. and to to thrive? And that's where you see all of the developments and things and the constant conflicts. Most of the conflicts are usually like there's like big scenes in The Walking Dead. That those are like the pinnacle scenes. But like, what makes the show like sustainable i guess at times was the internal conflicts that people had to deal with and the things they had to give up and so it's like like when you know see certain characters like they're not who they used to be they have died but they just still walk around like they exist oh wow yeah and so it's like the whole evolution of mm -hmm. like before the zombie apocalypse to the zombie apocalypse Mm -hmm. that they built like different different types of personalities right or like they're now their their hierarchy of classes are very different because Mm -hmm. like Probably this guy, who's like, do you, I don't know if you guys who's that guy with the bat? Negan. Negan, with mm-hmm. the spike bat. Mm-hmm. I bet that guy was just a regular guy before he became right. Negan. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, the the lore about like because like I haven't caught up like with it too much, and now that it's like on Netflix, I'm like the whole seasons. I think so far, I'm like, should I get back into this? Like get this emotionally invested, but like. I remember because the reason why I would be so emotionally sometimes disinvested in it would be like, man, there's a lot of people in this show that just don't just give up mm. on like, because like you think about it, like your life after this catastrophic like event, right? Like your life is not going to be the same in to a lot of degrees. It's not really going to be even better. But like, if you like, if you had to think about it realistically, right in the, the the narrative of the story so then people who do that always end up doing the same thing which is they end up dying right but everyone who seems optimistic unless you're like blindly optimistic which the show also punishes <laughs> oh, um man like you have to like you like optimism is what keeps a lot of them like surviving and alive and whatever it may be and then trying to something to hope for right because it's not enough to just have food and shelter and warmth it's some there needs to be something else like a motivation to continue to drive so yeah mm-hmm. the idea of optimism being a survival mechanic makes a lot of sense and and people should realize like optimism is not something that's just like like and i hate people say like dumb only dumb people do right it's very much the reason why like a lot of things even exist mm-hmm. yeah so uh, I would keep that in mind. So yeah, very much true. I think I would definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jenny? Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. Right now, I've got kind of like an overarching optimism, I guess. cool. Like, that's how I'm experiencing it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. In a lot of ways, like, I'm not entirely sure where the direction of my life is going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a few things that I'd like to change and that would probably be coming up, I would say, possibly within the next year. Okay. Um, there we go. So, like, getting ready to kind of transition. Um, but also, like, I've got a lot of things that I've started within this year that I'm really happy about. Well, actually, like, within this month, even, <laughs> this last couple months. Um, so, I'm really optimistic about, like, continuing to cultivate those mm-hmm. and, like, I'm a little bit in the kind of see where life takes me and like figure it out on the way mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I consider myself an optimistic person. Like it's not that I'm happy all the time. Like I definitely get into, you know, my own sort of things and mm-hmm. upset and anger and, you know, sadness. But I think overall I'm pretty optimistic about that. Like, if you work hard, you know, life is, well, not even work hard, but, like, yeah, if you put in good effort and have good intentions, like, you'll get, it might not be exactly where you wanted to go initially, but you'll get where you need to go. Okay. Kind of thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I I get that, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually quite curious, um, if you don't mind me asking, Uh what you have started? Oh, there's a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, I started a blog. There's one post on it. Hey! Hey! Let's go. That's more than zero. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, so I started a blog. Um, I feel like I started getting more into the podcast, and I did some more on our Instagram page. You have. That's really great. Um, I'm thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. and I really like. I really enjoy doing that kind of thing and like figuring it out. So I want to continue to do that yeah yeah that'd be great enjoy thank you um what else um i joined the leadership team so i'm doing admin work and kind of uh for our team outer class so that's something that's like it's kind of a developing position and i'm like sort of figure finding out you're kind of setting like this the the mold for it though. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's super awesome. It's a it's really good. It's a little intimidating, but um it is it's been really good so far and I'm excited to see where that goes and like where we can take it. So mm-hmm. um yeah, and then like I'm kind of doing some other things like trying to take some online courses and blogging and social media management and yeah. That's a lot of stuff. That, it's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of <laughs> stuff. I mean, like, that's good. Like, I think... That's so great. Yeah. Thank I think you. It, it, it may be a lot, but, like, the reason why it's a lot is because, yeah, you, you have an optimism for it. You yeah. Know? Like, you know, like, it's all going to lead somewhere. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's really, really cool. And I feel like I, I honestly believe that you deserve that leadership role. Thank you. Because... Um, because I was your competitor, right? Obviously, 
Well, I shouldn't have said obviously, but because <laughs> I'm kind of bitter about it. We haven't let's talked talk about, about this yet. <laughs> let's, let's go back to the booger up my nose. <laughs> Is there another one? Yeah, so they cut me out. <laughs> but like it, it's, but like I see that in you. Like I definitely see that very optimistic optimisticness about you because like you're really willing to try something that's new but mm-hmm. also very challenging and i always feel like you have that capacity in you um and to be in those roles mm-hmm. really i feel will help you shine a lot thank you yeah you that know it means a lot <laughs> yeah i feel like it'll really really make you stand out and I feel like that's beautiful to see. And honestly, I think uh, I can say this for myself. I am hoping that I can say this for the rest of the team, but I think you're doing a really great job. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Okay, nice. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's like, I think there's the nature of like optimism. I, I think it, it puts it puts us in like places, right? Like, yeah. And then puts us in like, it makes us get into a lot of different gets into a lot of different things sometimes though it puts us in like overwhelming places right. or like we overwhelm ourselves through our optimism but at the same time like it's better than just kind of like wallowing and sitting alone right yeah i definitely think it gives you it opens you up to more opportunity if right. you can i think it kind of can help you see the possibilities if you're like well I don't know exactly where this is going, but we're going this way. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know where this is going. No. No. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And that's like, that's the thing. I think optimism has this, like, the version of optimism is just like, sometimes it's not in detail. Sometimes it's just like, well, I don't know, but like, because I don't know, mm-hmm. let's, like, let's see where it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important form of optimism because I was, I was not like that at all. Mm-hmm. I would be like, if I don't see a positive result at the end of this, no, 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 mm-hmm. don't bother. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I thought my time was so precious, mm-hmm. but then I was like, you're not doing anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, like don't mm-hmm. spend your time thinking about things, just do them and then see where they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I, what I got about, what I got from listening to you, your story, mm-hmm. uh, Jenny, about your certain type of optimism, I feel like it kind of made me think about like maybe optimism is like creating a meaning in life versus mm. creating an opportunity you know because mm-hmm. like because like it's the thing nowadays to like go for opportunities sure. create opportunities right. and actually right, right. and you know like oh take the chances and all these things yeah but but i feel like op- optimism creates your story mm-hmm. creates what your life means to you mm-hmm. and how others feel from it right and i feel like that's a much more beautiful and deeper meaning versus Versus, you know, taking all these opportunities and chances that bec- has become, you know, the status quo of today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Point. I think that's exactly very, very true. Um, but, yeah, what is your your, your view? Views uh, of optimism? Yeah, Cedric. So, like, you guys have pretty much, um, for me, like, when, how I think, well, now that I'm understanding, like, how optimism functions, I think for me, it's very much... I agree with the survival mechanic, uh, but I also think that like optimism kind of serves as this idea of like, oh man, I think you guys pretty much touched on it. Yeah, it's like yeah, meaning of like, uh, like it provides meaning, 
right provides like this this motivation to kind of continue to do things um what about like your personal view of like optimism yeah like your, like, your view i mean i think people should have it <laughs> that's a good that's, no that's i think that's a good point you have to have it yeah like if you had to choose between like pessimism and optimism or even apathy like yeah like or ap- like uh, like uh, nobody should have apathy for things like i feel like that's one of those emotions that's well maybe we'll talk a whole episode wait, about we that. probably need a whole episode, episode on apathy, apathy but, but yeah so like of, actually mm-hmm. like i even consider i think to me apathy is more the opposite of optimism yeah. even mm-hmm. more than pessimism mm-hmm. like pessimism feels like you have it, doubt but like it's like maybe you could figure it out it, yeah something. it feels a lot more removed from optimism and apathy is just like just mm. removed from everything everything i, I don't know what apathy means. it's just like it sounds um, bad it's well, like, it's, I like mean, not caring like indifferent oh like you're okay. just like yeah. i don't like whatever anyone's doing don't care yeah like, it doesn't okay. it doesn't Zero matter. interest I think of lukewarm water when you say that. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Or you're just like, you have lukewarm opinion. Well, no. I would just say, if anything, apathy is like, there's just an empty bucket. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like, just, a, just like, a discarded bucket. Oh, God. It's, and it's not, but it's not even like the bucket or yeah. whatever is in it. It's like the idea of the empty. I don't know. Like It's like, it's just like, it's just like yeah, it's just space. Yeah. Or it's just like it's just like nothing nothing's there. Like mm. I, I think about apathy with people that are just you know how they say like um there's a quote where it's like um it's such a unique uh, like a unique thing to live most people or no it's uh sorry this is completely wrong. But it's basically like um you know most people just are kind of thing like, oh. and where you just sort of move through life like you don't really care about anything about anything you don't mm-hmm. have opinions you don't really care about yourself mm-hmm. anyone like all that like, kind of yeah, thing like, like oh, okay. it's just like, very mm-hmm. i don't know kind of not even like the walking dead really you're mm-hmm. just kind of like floating through life mm-hmm. i see where it's like, I'm like, I don't know, it just makes me sad. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, well, we're not here to be shared. No. no. Well, I mean, again, we're trying to be optimistic about things. And so, yeah, I just think, like, one, that people should have it. And it should be vested in, like, real things. Like, like you should, for me, I think we always outthink ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we always try to be like, oh, like... um, we shouldn't be doing this thing because of these reasons, or I cannot see the steps to why this would make mm-hmm. sense or whatever it is. I was like that very much so. And I would see my default is not, is there like a, why are you smiling? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just enjoyed listening to okay. you guys. Okay. okay. Is it, or is there another booger <laughs> no, on my nose? there's not another booger on your face. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You would just put your hand on my knee and then you would let me know. <laughs> so fair enough. Yeah. All right. With that being said, I just think, that when you're trying to be optimistic, you you really have to consider like there's like sometimes like there's like a false optimism about things, and I do it when other people are optimistic about something. Like, hey, you excited for this trip? Yeah! yeah. Oh my god, the anti-optimism, and you're like, <laughs> it's like, 
Like I'm holding up all of my reservations <laughs> so that I don't dump them on you. But like, so evil. It's a, it's not good. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's not good. But like, what you should rather, I feel like, sometimes be doing is like, look, you you should be optimistic, but on your terms. You know, like yeah. very much like just like the idea of like, like let's say we, we are going on a trip and someone's like, are you optimistic to go camping? And maybe you don't like the outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm like. Yeah, I'm optimistic of the trip, but then you realize, like, oh, I get to like pee outside. Like, I've never <laughs> yeah. done that before. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or it's like, you know, like I get to do like all of these other things, like things that you wanted to do that you could do outside or on a camping trip that you couldn't do anywhere else. Or you just like you're, you know, you focus on the things that like would give you optimism, and and you view those things. And I think sometimes, like for me, my views on optimism are like. Like there's a general sense that kind of like Jenny has, which is super important when you don't have like details. But there are sometimes people like I think myself where it's like if you if you can I get optimistic when like when the details unfold. Mm. Right. Like when like like I get to plan things and I'm like, oh, yeah, like here's a trip. Like, okay, like how am I going to have fun on this trip? You know, like. Ooh, I'm gonna go shrimp fishing in Taiwan, and that'll be hilarious for me. Like that's those. I literally live my life like this. This is my philosophy. Well, how can I be more interesting? I love that. <laughs> it's just like how can I be more interesting as a person? I think so. That's that cool. then it's just yeah. like okay, and that breeds me optimism in like the little things that kind of do like step me outside of my box. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a story. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. Like because that'll be values. Like you know, like. It's like to something I maybe I don't enjoy, but I should be giving a second chance because it would make me more interesting or like and so or like something I've never done before. And I'd be like, I've never even thought about doing that. But OK, mm-hmm. like um, and so I think about like in those regards, I get really optimistic about my life and I view optimism as this way of like through detail, really, like the little things and then finding ways to how those little things will end up defining me. And then I get really excited about, I get really excited about who I am. Mm. Like when you can be excited about who you are, you really start to think that you can do a lot of things. Mm. It's like, oh, like, yeah, I, I, I've done these things. Like I, I've done that or I've done that. It's like, oh, yeah, I really enjoy myself. Then you start maybe thinking like others could enjoy me <laughs> or like I can do this as well. I have experience. I could add value to something mm-hmm. and whatever it may be. So that's very much like how I think about it. And I think about it in very like small steps, you know, like, um, like, like I used to hate traveling. Like, like it was bad. It mm-hmm. felt so bad to the point where like other people like would talk about how much they like. It seemed like the things that hum- bind humanity are music, oxygen and travel. Because <laughs> it would be like, it's like, oh, I love traveling. And then the other person would be like, I love traveling too. To the point where I'd be like, is it equivalent to saying like, oh, I also like music. Like, I feel like, yeah. Because like you hear that a lot. You're yeah. like, oh yeah, I love music. All right, yeah. What do you like to listen to? I like this, this, this. It's like a, to me, it's like a, a question that to me is sometimes is like zero value to mm. adding to a person's like, it's like, what do you like to do? Oh, I like to listen to music. And I'm like, who doesn't? But then, you know, you like point the ones that don't. You're like, what do you mean you don't like listening to music? Oh, yeah. Or yeah, like, That's what you yeah. do. Like, you're a psychopath. And that's what I felt like when it came to traveling. Oh, you know, I, I'm sorry. I've been guilty of that where I've, <laughs> I've like had come across some people and they're like, like talking about trips and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I'm kind of fine just staying where I am. Like, I like 
you know, my home state. I don't really want to travel. And I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is wrong with you? Like, and yeah, I'm scared of Jenny. Like those people, when I, when I, when I talk, I was like, I know if they talk about traveling, I'm not gonna I'm want not to gonna. talk. <laughs> I'm not gonna want to say anything. Because well, I didn't have anything to say. Uh-huh. And I think what I realized was like, it's not that I don't like traveling. It's like I didn't like the way I was traveling. Mm. And I was like, I would try to do everything like everybody else would do. And that wasn't really me. Mm-hmm. And then I learned different ways to travel. And now I I, I guess I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, I enjoy it. You don't learning have to, to say enjoy. you enjoy it if you don't. Like, well, like, like, to me, it's like, it's not fair to traveling, right? Because it's like, it's like one of those things. It is one of those things. It's like, I think everyone could really like to travel Mm -hmm. but you just you have to find your your way of traveling right like Mm -hmm. for me it's like i have to find some random thing to do Mm -hmm. so i went to portland and i went to the world's smallest park and (laughs) it's like no it's okay so it's hilarious so i'm i'm in portland okay right uh i'm with amanda uh a friend of mine and we 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 see a so we, we get dropped off we see a park like kind of like to like this river kind of like river shore area it's like pretty large park and we're like is that the park and then we're like and then and then amanda's like no that's the park and it's in between these two streets and i kid you not it's about the like this is the street going this way uh going maybe towards and then the opposite side street and in the middle and like it's literally the park he's grabbing a book is this big (laughs) <laughs> like it's just essentially it's a potted plant uh-huh. and one tree and then a sign that says the park's name <laughs> and then, that's brilliant yeah that's and, brilliant like, oh and then God. that's it like and then yeah it's just and it's like it's, it's like because we were like no that's the park's like oh my god <laughs> and it's, the tree is essentially like the charlie brown christmas tree Aww. it's like a really small like pine tree and we're like we went in there and we're just like and then we just started dancing around it because like we had nothing nice. else to do around the park so we're like okay like we did it we made it to the smallest park and that's what i'm saying like i, I danced around in the smallest park in the world like i get to say that that's and such that's, a cool story well, yeah that's what i'm saying like you get to travel and like if that's the interest to me is not always like some people like go to be in like encapsulated into like an experience and mm. they're it's for themselves i really travel for others like i think like what am i gonna tell other people when i go there like oh i went to i went to like i think about the conversation like oh i went to like italy and i had pizza and it's so good like oh you went to italy and had pizza there basic yeah like, <laughs> it's like i was like oh i would be like okay i went to like i went to uh i, I went to uh vancouver and i i played disc golf yeah and i saw beer cans everywhere that's what i did I don't know why we did it, but we did it. And it was cold. We could not finish. We could not finish the set that we were in, but that's fine. And I was just like, let's just do random things all the time in random places. Like things that's not even known for. It's mm-hmm. like I wanna be like, I wanna say something so random. Like I saw a cobra fight in, a, in like Detroit. And I'm like, oh what? Okay. That's what I say. Like it's like just random. But that's what I'm 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 thinking about. Like I get optimistic about it because for me, like optimism is really about a reflection about what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you can find a way to build optimism in yourself, then you're finding out ways to make yourself happy. And then that's when you're really finding a way you're going to live your better and best life. 
So yeah. That's, so that's kind of like how I view optimism. It's very much like in the in the details of you. I I think that's a really important point is to like make it your own because I think optimism is often portrayed as like the foolish optimism mm. and it's like oh people who are optimistic aren't realistic about the world like they don't know anything and it's kind of like i feel like sometimes it's kind of looked down upon like oh, like yeah. what business do you have being optimistic the oh, world yeah. is terrible there's yeah, all these things happening yeah. it's like yeah that is true but i'm optimistic that we can make changes and like mm -hmm. and that i can like by being the fullest version of myself, I can make the world a better place, mm. you know? And mm -hmm. and it really is about like, I mean, maybe it's something little every day, but you know, if you can be just a little bit optimistic or at least start start with a little bit of optimism, like, and, but really own it, like make it your own. Don't like listen to anybody who tells you how to be optimistic because that's baloney. Blood. <laughs> well, because, like, I feel like everyone has their own way of feeling optimistic. Right. And it's not always, like, big and loud. Mm -hmm. yeah, as I say that, right. like, the incredibly quietly. <laughs> the, the juxtaposition just blew my mind. Big and loud. <laughs> it's big and loud. It's because my optimism is bigger than myself. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That's right. That's what we want to stress here. We're stressing. Yeah. So. so it's very, very important. Um, okay. Who asked the last... Did you ask the last question or did you I? You asked the last question. Okay, yeah. Okay. So then it's... Okay. So and then Alex. This, I, okay. I will ask the last question. What are the different levels of optimism you have encountered? Mm. So like... the essentially i think jenny kind of touched on that point right like it's mm -hmm. like i think a lot of people think optimism is like this general thing mm -hmm. right but i feel like there are different levels right mm -hmm. to and unique kind of views and and levels of, of of optimism based on maybe the person or just yeah in general in society like i guess how we've observed it uh i would definitely say and i'll save this example i think a little bit after actually i, I won't go first then okay well, uh, what do you got? Well, I have like the kind of overarching, like big yeah. optimism, like just kind of for things are going to work out. Um, and I do want to stress like that's not a license to like not do anything. Right. It's not I don't have blind optimism like, oh, I'm good. I'm here in the world. The world's going to the universe is going to take care of me. It's like, no, I'm going to put in the work that I need to do and I'm it's I guess it's kind of a determination too like it's a motivation and the determination where it's like yes optimism is on my side and it's gonna work out but like it's gonna be because of the work that I put into it right. kind of thing mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like that um you know you get out what you put in Mm -hmm. Right. So, and I think that's where optimism helps. But I'm definitely cautiously optimistic, like a lot of the times. Where um, I don't, I'm very optimistic for how it's going to be. But like the cautiously kind of helps me plan for the unexpected. Right. Mm -hmm. you know, hope um, for the best, plan for the worst. Kind yeah, of and and it's like it just kind of gives me that buffer where it's like. Oh, I'll bring like 
I'll have an extra set of something or other, or like I'll double check my bag before mm-hmm. like leaving. <laughs> that kind of like, do you have phone keys, wallet before we lock the door, sort of thing. Um, yeah, so I guess like the cautiously just kind of helps me be prepared for things mm. um, for the unexpected. For sure. Mm. Uh, so speaking on that, right? Like I think anyone who's like, it's, I've yet, I've not really ever met, maybe I have met, but not, can't, or can't remember or hung out long enough. Someone who has grand, like, optimism right i think a lot of people fall into the category like of jenny and and i fall into that category too you put in the work and it will work out mm-hmm. right like we hope for that right like in all those regards um but um my cautious optimism comes from i know i have it like i think everybody should have it um and it comes for me it comes from like like from my education so like i would study history and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then i would take those lessons like and then you would like make sure that like look if you want to change a different outcome you have to know what you have to face past challenges and things of that nature but sometimes i get carried away and i think the example that i wanted to talk about um that i've been saving is about outer class and my cautious optimism about it and it's regards to what France said. Like, it was like this idea of like, I think everybody was like super like hyped up about it. And I was like, but then I guess I wasn't only because it was like, I think to myself, like, how come there has never been another team like outer class mm. before? Mm. And then I think to myself, is it because no one's ever had the idea or is it because the community has a hard time accepting and ends up changing any team that's like it. Like, you know, I think about when you transport like cultures mm. in the end, right? Sometimes like you, you have like an amalgamation, right? Of it. Mm-hmm. Right. But things are given up usually on both sides. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think about that cautiously, like we have what we have and it's good, but it's understanding what we want to be vig- like vigilant about uh-huh. in keeping like our culture. Like I think about this a lot. And I sh- I feel like I should have talked to Mitch about this prior, but I mean maybe I will. I I have the thing is I have zero evidence that th- this will ever happen. But that's why it's me being cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. from like my past experiences. But I think about like imagine if like let's say the team does get somewhat very popular, mm-hmm. right? We we now integrate into the community. Everyone hears about us. And we get an influx of people. Oh, yeah. Like maintaining like growth while maintaining our core values is has something we have to be vigilant about. Mm-hmm. And you have to be cautiously optimistic. Like we think like I think there is this idea that we can definitely bring something new and we can change. But we have to think, well, how will the community change us? Mm-hmm. And like we have to think like, OK, what do we want to change in us? And like and there are things that we don't want to change or we can alter Right to what degree and to to all of those things. So like I'm very like cautiously optimistic. Like, I want that energy. Like like I want people to come in. Yeah, like 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 France, who who have been part of the community for a while, and they come in and they think, wow, this is something fresh, something different, something new, right? 
but then at the same time like how are we going to maintain how are we going to keep that and so mm-hmm. I, I i have like cautious optimism and i think about and for me my brain always works like like what are the exact plans that we will do to maintain outer class's identity mm. right because mm-hmm. you don't want to like i think about like yeah maybe at one point or another you know i think about did did grv right was mm. were they the same way mm-hmm. uh was like um you know like uh, shoot why am i blanking like 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 good you know, like other yeah other dance crews yeah. like were they did they start in such humble beginnings too like i think every single one of them always said like the reason why we're creating this is because we try to be different and create uh and but did they think like their identity was very similar to ours and then they evolved into something that's maybe a little bit more marketable or survivable mm-hmm. or whatever it is whatever when your priorities shift mm-hmm. so i think there is something like we have a very distinct element in our group and i think we have very smart people to try to maintain and watch that that's why i'm like very optimistic about our group but i also think like we have to think that there's a history here right mm-hmm. of apparently communities that seem very like um homogenous or like it just seems like very like the same and we have to think is that was that did everyone just randomly decide we're all going to be the same no i think over time they became right mm-hmm. and it's like well how do how did that happen and how do we maintain our distinction and then you know stuff like that and keeping that so i think it's like cautious optimism Sometimes it can lead to paranoia. <laughs> uh, but in this regard, like, it's just like, that's just, it's not even a concern because I was explaining this to somebody and I was like, it's not even really a concern because there's no proof, right? Like, that's the one thing I have to remember. Like, I, I have no proof about, like, uh, of this happening before. Yeah. But, like, it's just something that's in the back of my mind. And that's why it's a cautious optimism. Like, I'm being just cautious about it. Yeah. And so I think about that from time to time. And so in that regard and then the other well I'll, we'll talk about the next time because i feel like i we should let I, I don't know how you guys feel about that but um yeah uh but i would like to know what you guys think the way you pointed it out cedric it kind of gave me the idea um about like these levels of optimism like in my mind i see a picture of like five things but oh, okay. it's all consist of like the pull theory you know how like you know the saying about people who like to put their foot in the foot in the pool or, oh like, like, yeah, like toe and like toe in the water and like you know. oh and yeah. then you like go up to your knees yeah and then you go up to your waist yeah right. or like uh, those people who just jump, jump in at, mm. jump in at the deep end belly of the flop pool. belly flop oh, yeah oh. <laughs> so i kind of i kind of compare that idea with like you know optimism hmm. like like for the the cautious optimism are like the people who like to tippy toe into the pool, mm. you know, or like the or like the um the the full the foolish optimistic people are the ones that jump in the pool but they belly flop, oh, mm. you know. Or and then there's also the um the 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 confident uh, optimistic people who just dive, who just dive into the pool because or they cannonball because they're so confident. Yeah, mm. or they can't like, wreck this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, swan dive. Those are pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I feel like those are, those are so interesting to see and those types of level of optimism because they, it's, it's like the sense of like, they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. to get to where they're going. Sure. You know, like, like seeing those, um, 
those dive competitions in uh, in the Olympics. Yeah. Those are like really really interesting to see the jump up from a uh, how high is it? Too high. Too high. <laughs> Too high. I think it's like. Is it 300 feet or something? It, I forget what the highest 300 is. 300 feet? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's very high. high. It is very high. It's very high. Oh, okay. Well, Olympic swan diving, I guess, is what we're going to look yeah. up right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to check this. But, I mean, I like, yeah, that, that level of courage is amazing and very admirable. But that is that is too high for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the... And, like when I see that, like oh, I, that's never how mind. I, it's not that high. That's oh. it's like twenty five, thirty three feet, twenty five feet, and sixteen feet. That's, that's still, still really high. high. I was like three hundred feet. I was like, that's that seems a little high. It's <laughs> <laughs> like jumping off yeah. from space or something. Yeah. Wee! <laughs> but like, but like, I that's how I feel about optimism. Mm. It's like seeing those different types of levels as the way how you dive into things. Yeah, you know, it's how you get into contact with things. Right. And that, that's what I've been feeling about from all your others, you know, views and mm-hmm. your, and that, that's how I feel the levels of optimisms are like, Yeah. depending on how, what are you confronting and everything like that. Yeah. Wow. That's really I think, cool. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's a super important point to keep that in mind. Yeah. Just the levels of like how people are. And I think sometimes it's like, I think people think about it situationally too, right? Yeah. Like, it's like if the water is hot or cold and like what they're used to and like if it's comfortable, is it the beach or is it a river or whatever it is. It's a lake. It's a lake. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's the situations of like optimism. It's like, oh, I, I know I can do this, right? Yeah. Like if I was like, if I was like, okay, like here's like a salsa team, I'd be like, I'd be more optimistic than let's say like I'm going to go like do like a like a ballerina or like a ballet company mm. I'd be like ah well <laughs> my toe is gonna go pointed uh on the ballet company but uh salsa I mean like okay I'm, I'm jumping in let's go yeah you mm-hmm. know like and like my, my level of optimism like changes from place to place so that's like it's totally normal I think for people to to not be optimistic like to not be swan diving everything that they're doing yeah and but I think what's important is like you you at least do something. Whatever your level of optimism, at least you have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, don't be like, oh, nothing is worth doing, or uh, just don't like, um, don't don't think like, oh, nothing's worth my time, or if I can't see the results, mm-hmm. you know, like if I can't see how deep the ocean is, I'm not gonna dive in. Right. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're not gonna. Don't do that. Just yeah. be like, okay, like take your time. You know, figure you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think that's really cool. So, can, do you guys want to wrap it up with finals? I think so. All right, final thoughts. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. You were supposed to ask it. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's good. No, I just said I'd go first. It's fine. Okay, Okay, you go first. I'm sorry. I think kind of just to wrap up, like, I want to touch on, like, that last kind of thing is, um, you know, make sure that your, like, optimism is good for you in, like, this moment, you know? Like, because I feel like before in my past I've had, like, very optimistic like periods Mm -hmm. and then I've had some less optimistic periods like I think like I said I feel like I'm an overall optimistic person so I've kind of had this overarching optimism for my life um but that doesn't mean like you have to be optimistic about everything Mm. you know or even you don't even have to have the same level of optimism for everything right you know like I would say I'm probably more cautiously optimistic with like 
um, the job choices that I have, like staying a little bit more, being a little bit more safe with those kind of things, or quote unquote safe, or what seems a little bit more stable, mm-hmm. as opposed to like sometimes my interests, like dance. I don't know what this is leading me to, but I'm just gonna do it. Um, and whatever happens, happens. But I've definitely had downtimes with dance too. Like I don't know what's happening. Aww. <laughs> um, so, and I'm sure it'll happen again. But and and I think that's the thing is like you don't necessarily have to keep your same level of optimism, and that's like completely fine. You know, like do whatever you need to um, to get through your situations. But remember to hold on to some optimism and like. Put in the effort. It's going to be a lot of what you put into it. You'll get out of it, and it'll be more beneficial. So, yeah. Shawl is. Why are you pointing at me? Because you have a booger up your nose. Ah! I'm just just kidding. Did you want me to go? I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll go. I'll go if you want me to go. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my final thought is very much about, like, um, when you're thinking about um, optimism, it's important that for me, like, yeah, there's a general sense of optimism you should really have. Like what Jenny said, that's super important. Uh, and like about like situations that you pretty much have no control over mm-hmm. or situations that you're just in and you're like, okay, like I don't know the result. I can't afford to plan on it. That's fine. But for certain things that you can control, like think about what it is. You There's a lot more things you can control than you think, right? And then be optimistic, like what, you know, like about those details and just think about like, wow, like, okay, like, how am I going to get excited about this thing? Like, how am I going to get out of like this rut or, you know, like, I know there's a thing that I want to do. Think about those steps and don't, and, and, and be, get optimistic, but like set those like goals for yourself so that you can build on that optimism and stuff like that. And then I just, you have to really think about like, if you really don't have optimism, like i would be worried only because like are you really living your best life if that's if there's nothing you're optimistic about Mm -hmm. then you're kind of like living just you're just kind of like existing where if i feel like if you have optimism you can be really living your life like in 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 measures or in ways that you could be really proud of in Mm. your own distinct ways that was the quote i was trying to think (laughs) of (laughs) she's like like, oh i was like ha um (laughs) it's I'm still not going to get it right, but it's something along the lines. It is, it's a joy to live. Like most people just exist. Ah, right. I think it, that's not exactly the the quote. The distinction between living and existing, right? Yeah, that's not, Mm. that's not the exact quote. So I'm sorry, but yeah. It's like, I I get it. Yeah. It's like that Drake quote. It's like, if you ain't living, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like walking dead. dead, Yeah, walking dead. (laughs) Yeah. I I just totally understand what the whole title means. Now. <laughs> um, I'd say, let's see here. My final thought about optimism is is really is is really have always have that sense of hope, mm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even though I remember I remember my um, when I used to work uh, when I was with my old um, sales team. One of one of the person that um, that I admire, his name was uh, Callum Young. He said, he said, hope is a beggar, mm-hmm. and and don't and why should you hope when you should do it yourself? 
but like it made me question about it like but there's always people that 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 can hope for a better future mm. you know it, it made me think about that hope doesn't have to be just a fleeting dream it's also can be the start of something right you know so so i feel like optimism comes from from something small like mm-hmm. every every emotion comes from something small how you know uh, how i feel like every emotion is grown from something small yeah. right yeah and so i think that's yeah that's super so that's super true. important it's just like yeah you have to think about it like yeah it started small and yeah i mean people can get lost in their hopes and their optimisms like it's like you know like like we 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 do not advocate the idea of like the world is entitled to give you anything no right like you like just just thinking or daydreaming about or fantasizing about your life that's not what we're considering but what we're saying is like if if you need we we want you to take steps but they're not maybe as major as you might think yeah right sometimes it's just as little as like okay i'm gonna get out of bed and just be outside for like five minutes Mm -hmm. you know or like one minute you know and just be like okay or just do little accomplishments to make you feel yeah Mm -hmm. and then your dreams yeah they'll get there step by step yeah Mm -hmm. for (laughs) sure i definitely agree with that alex yeah okay so i'm gonna do the call to action hey okay we're doing the thing and here's how i'm gonna preface it fart in department stores (laughs) (laughs) and here's the context here's the context (laughs) so i was with uh, my ex-girlfriend for a really long time how long cedric i love to say it it's like nine years right and i also (laughs) love to say the phrase after i say that i'd be like yeah like murderers have gotten off with less you know oh, <laughs> just, my God, but like cool. the reality was is like yeah look um in context of everything like there was faults on both sides uh and we were together but in staying what i'm talking about is staying together and staying like kind of like optimistic right one of the things that i used to dread was going shopping with my ex-girlfriend and she would insist that i would come and i was like for the sake of the relationship i was like okay and a lot of times it's like when you do when you're forced to do something you really don't want to do you get really mad you get really embittered right and it hurts your relationship to the eventual point of like oh but what i learned was like okay how am i going to go shopping with my ex-girlfriend and not hate her for it (laughs) later and so that was the question and so I had to build a sense of optimism in it. So what I did <laughs> was I eventually tried to find a way to make it exciting for my personal self. And so what I would do was is that I would insist that we would eat before we would go shopping. She'd be like, okay, that's fine, right? Because like, you know, like I would get cranky. But the alternative reason was is that I knew that after I eat, I would fart a lot. <laughs> and so... Once we start going to stores, I played a game with myself that would say like how much I can fart or not how much I can fart. Can I fart in every store that we go to? <laughs> and, and then suddenly I'm, I, I have a renewed vigor or an optimism about like, you know, this shopping activity. Now, granted, I don't think the intent was supposed to was meant to be like that, but the action was the same. And that's how essentially you adapt and you survive. Right. So I would tell her all the time. I'd be like, 
hey, like I would, I like she'd be shopping like you know at the Mac counter or Forever Twenty One, and then I would walk up to her and then whisper in her ear, hey, I farted, <laughs> and then I would smile, and then I would walk away, right? And then she would just roll her eyes, and you know she might have been a little bit upset, but at least she got what she wanted, which was me. Helping her shop because, like, yeah, I would help her shop too. <laughs> but with the idea of like, oh, just know that anytime I'm helping you pick out the address, I'm gonna fart. And then I would like sometimes rush her, like, hey, let's get out of the store, let's go to another store because I wanted to fart in another store, <laughs> right? Like, I, I was trying, I was like, like I didn't want to do another one. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, gotta I, like, I, I gotta save it. I don't want to waste all my farts in Forever Twenty One, <laughs> you know. And so, for me, my <laughs> advice then is this: my call to action is this. If you're not feeling optimistic about something, whatever it is, but you feel like you need to do it or you really just want to do it, I would say think about what you could do to have fun doing the thing, but it still fulfills the thing that you need to do. Let's say you need to like go to a party, right? But you're, you're obligated to go to this social function or whatever, and you just don't want to, you know, but maybe you think about like, okay, like assume a different identity and see what happens. And just be like, introduce yourself as like someone completely different than how you would like to see and see how far you can go with that and just see <laughs> what your capabilities of lying skills could be. Now, if you create a romantic like connection with that, uh, pull, no, 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 just like tell the truth, right? <laughs> uh, I would just precaution to all that stuff saying. Um, but like find things that you can do that will get you to where you need to go that will make you feel fun. So then you can start associating that behavior with, you know, and then you, 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 you're, you know, building those steps, but in a way that's going to make the whole experience something somewhat pleasurable mm. to stand, you know, like, you know, if you want to like, if you only go out, so like to exercise, be, like maybe instead of like, you need to go, <laughs> like you want to exercise, but you're like, Oh, exercise sucks. Like, okay. Then just wait till you're really, really hungry. Then just run to the restaurant that you need to go to. And then just be like, okay, okay, I have to do this now, right? Or whatever it is. Or, you know, like do whatever you need to do to make it a little bit more of a pleasurable activity. Because like we think that when you, like if you can insert fun when you can, things will get like, all, things get way easier. And then you become to build optimism in those things. Mm -hmm. So I would say that. So it's just small steps. But yeah, make them fun for you. Make them fun for you. You know, like fart in department stores <laughs> or, you know, like, you know, like stand really close to somebody and see what happens. <laughs> like, and blink. I don't know. Whatever you want to do that, that's quirky and weird to you, like, yeah. go ahead. Have fun with that. That's you. That's you figuring out what's going to make you happy, what's going to make you optimistic about your life. Yep. So, so what's go. our call to action? Our specific call to action? Okay. Um, you need to create plans right uh based off yourself right yeah and then making things fun to do things you want to do thing or for things you want to do or need to do so i would say specifically like mm, think about one thing you don't want to do maybe mm -hmm. and be like okay how can i do this thing like it's like write it down or like whatever you need to do like visualize it it's like how do i end up doing that thing while also having fun doing something, you know, yeah. whatever else. Like, if you need to listen to someone and you don't want to listen to them, pretend you're somebody else. <laughs> and, like, in your mind, that's what I did with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> there were times where, like, I was just, like, very much, like, 
as your as her boyfriend, there were things that she would say that would upset me because I in our relationship. But then when I put myself away from that relationship and put on a different hat, like psychologist per se, or perhaps you know rodeo clown, whatever you want to do, yes. like you're just. You 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 can hear things, or you're you're willing to listen to things, or hear things differently while still doing the action that you need to do, and then you become optimistic about it. You're like you're learning new perspectives. And that's what I did. You know, I mm. put on a different hat. I learned different things because I put on a different hat. Yeah. And then I was able to to do things a little bit better, right? So keep yeah. that in mind. So I don't know. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So give that a try and yeah. let us know how it goes. Please. All right. So, yeah. All right. Well, if you guys want to follow us on our Instagram page, it is creative underscore underscore emotions on Instagram. There's two underscores. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it'd be uh, blackfrost underscore Lee, uh, L3LACKFROST underscore LE. And I'm at curiously radiant on Instagram. And I am Papa Seti 88. Yeah! yeah. There you go. P-A-P-A-C-E-D-D-Y-8-A. That's what I literally was thinking about it as everyone was talking about that. I just like, don't say Papa. Papa Seti. Papa Seti. Every time you say double D, it reminds me of that show, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Double D. And on that note, have a great day, everybody. Stay optimistic.